Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junk here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. Daniel DC double champ or at one time double champ 22 wins one loss of his 22 wins 10 by KOTKL 5 by sub 7 by decision so one loss via decision now of course we all know the John Jones saga with that but we're just going off the official record Stipe 18 wins 3 losses of his 18 wins, 14 by KO, TKO, 4 by decision. Of his 3 losses, 2 by KO, TKO, 1 by decision. Currently, double champ, minus 140, Miocic, plus 120. We'll go, won't go, 5 full rounds. Won't go, minus 360, we'll go, plus 250. Fight is a draw, 85 to 1. Cormier wins inside plus 115. Miocic wins inside plus 169. Miocic wins by decision plus 675. Cormier wins by decision plus 429. Obviously, we all know what happened in the first fight. One round, Miocic knocked out. Daniel DC Cormier wins the heavyweight championship title belt. Personally, going into that fight, I like the DC. We obviously know that uh, Stipe has some physical advantages there. I think you saw that in the first fight. He is a pretty big and strong guy compared to DC. DC is strong, but you could see even in the clinches there that Stipe had the advantage, in my opinion, in the strength department. Now, one thing I have to point out, going into this fight, DC wasn't in his best physical shape. Because he had an injured back going into this. Now, I didn't find this out until after the fact. And that always happens. It seems to be in these combat sports situations. It's great if you have the information going in ahead of time. Especially when you're betting. But he wasn't even sure he was going to be able to go through with the fight. I think he was off for like a week with no training whatsoever. He threw his back out. It's been an issue for him in the past. His back. And so he was able to power through it. I guess it healed up enough. And then he went into the fight and pulled off the upset. So I think in this fight, if he's not having back issues, I haven't heard anything. But then again, I didn't hear anything in the first fight. I think he might be in a little better physical shape and he might be able to perform a little bit better. Um, In the first fight, I know we all look at the outcome. But if you go back and watch that fight, Stipe had a lot of success there, especially with the combination punching. I think he made a tactical error. And this could make or break him in the rematch. The tactical error, in my opinion, was that he closed the distance for DC. 
Granted, he was starting on the outside and throwing his combinations, but he had no problem closing the distance. In fact, he initiated a clinch. He initiated a takedown. You're right in Daniel Cormier's wheelhouse. Even if you are physically stronger, this is where DC fights. He's been fighting bigger, stronger guys basically his entire career. So it's not like anything that you do to him in that close range. He's not going to be surprised by that. He's used to that. He's used to being the smaller guy in clinches. He's used to having uh, the 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 shorter stature and the shorter arms. He's used to having to close the distance. He's used to having to uh, evade on the outside. These are the things he has to do in every single fight, more often than not. So when Stipe did this, he was actually fighting Daniel Cormier's fight, even though he may have felt safe there, even though he might have felt stronger there, even though he may have felt he had a big advantage there. Ultimately, he paid the price and he got knocked out. Now, he was able to do good things with the combinations, but like I said, he closed the distance on himself. He was able to do good things in the clinch, but again, this is DC's game plan. What is your goal in this clinch? You've got to do serious damage to DC here or he's going to play that game all night long because he believes he has the advantage in the clinch. He believes he has a, the shorter elbows, the shorter punches, or he can drop down for the takedowns. Now, we didn't see any takedowns from DC. Again, was this related to the back? We didn't see any uh, takedown attempts from DC. Again, was this related to the back? Or is it because Stipe is just physically strong? Would DC be able to get him down, hold him down, and do it consistently? That's one thing we don't know because we didn't even really see a lot of the fight. Again, it lasted like four minutes. We didn't see too much grappling as far as... Uh, I believe there was one kind of like a trip takedown that... Um, Stipe got on DC but other than that we saw a little bit of clinching and even then it wasn't a lot and most of the fight was fought in in the center of the octagon the issue here is that Stipe could have done the exact same thing that he was doing but just not get overly aggressive and by that I mean Stipe likes to throw combination punches so he likes to throw one two mainly one two three one two but he was throwing this and then coming forward. Instead, he, what he should have done is thrown those same combination punches but move. Because he should make DC come to him. If he goes to DC, even if he's landing, even if he's strong in the clinch, even if he's able to get a takedown here or there, this is the way that DC fights. He's going to be comfortable there. And I think ultimately it opens up Stipe to take one of those big shots from DC. We know he brings power. He knocked Stipe out already. And if you look at Stipe's record, two out of his three losses, he's been stopped. He can be hurt, can be dropped, he can be knocked out. DC has proven that. He hurt him, he dropped him, and he knocked him out. So if Stipe is going to play that game with DC, he's got to make sure that he has the advantage 100% of the time. Because as you saw in the first fight, it only takes one mistake for DC to put him out. Now, can Stipe put... Uh, DC out of course he's a big puncher at heavyweight he's proven 14 KOs out of the 18 wins DC has a fatal flaw of always dipping to his right the advantage he has here is Stipe is in a southpaw and he's not going to come up with the John Jones head kick and even there DC still took that kick like he didn't go spark out cold eventually went out 
But DC's got a damn chin, man. Because most people, you take that head kit from John Jones right there, you are highlight reel, knocked out. You don't stumble back. You don't take a step. You are timber. And he didn't do that. He's got an amazing chin. But it is a fatal flaw. He dips to his right. So how can Stipe take advantage of that? Well... If he follows a game plan of throwing the combinations from the outside, it's going to be imperative that he uses the left hook, left uppercut, and left knee. But the way he does this, when he throws it, it has to be where DC's head's going to be, not where it's at. Because when you start your combination, DC dips, and he dips violently to the right. Almost extreme, like sideways where his head's on the ground i mean it's a very very deep dip that he does to his right so if you throw a traditional hook it's going to go over his head if you throw a traditional uppercut it's going to miss him if you throw a traditional knee it's going to miss him you're going to miss him because that's the plan of dc he dips to his right so that you miss that what Stipe can do is he can set him up from the outside with a jab right hand. When the right hand comes, DC is going to dip to his right. I guarantee it. He's trying to avoid the right hand. So you set him up by throwing the right hand, making him dip, and then throwing the hook, uppercut, knee, over to that side, the left side, where his head's going to be. That may mean that you need to throw a little bit of a wider hook. That may mean that you need to arc that left uppercut a little bit differently. That may mean that you need to throw that knee a little bit wider to the outside than you normally would because you can't come straight up the middle because the dip isn't subtle. It isn't slight. It's a very, very extreme to the right. So what he's trying to do, he's basically trying to slip the right hand, but he's trying to go all the way outside of the left hand. So for Stipe to be able to land anything, it's going to come from the left side and it's going to have to come where DC is going to be, not where he starts. Very, very important. If you're a fan of Stipe, if you bet him in this fight, if you think he's going to win back the title, it's imperative that in training camp that he's been working on the left side and figuring out that Cormier does this every single time. I'm telling you guys, this isn't just in the heavyweights. He does this every single time. It took John Jones to finally really exploit this uh, dip that he does on almost every single combination that's thrown at him. In fact, his go-to is when he dips to the right, then he comes in and clinches. A lot of the times he will clinch. And that's what he did with Stipe in the first fight. Look at all the combinations Stipe threw at him. He'll dip to his right and then he'll rush in and clinch. Why? Because he's safe there. He feels safe there. That's why I said for Stipe, you don't want to be in the clinch with DC all the time. Of course, it's MMA. You're going to be in there in certain situations. But that shouldn't be the game plan. And if you look at the first fight, it looked like Stipe was in there to prove that he was a bigger, stronger, true heavyweight and impose his size and strength on him. And it didn't work. I don't know if he underestimated uh, DC's power or it just never came into his game plan that he would ever be able to not take his punch that he would ever have to worry about being in a pure striking match with DC and obviously that that is the case you have to worry about DC striking if you're Stipe and you have to worry about being knocked out and hurt and losing this fight because DC has proven it all the stuff we're talking about with Stipe is really just 
hypothesis here. We're really guessing because Stipe didn't do it to DC. I saw a few good things from Stipe that I'm able to hang my hat on and say, if you like Stipe, these are the things he can do. But in reality, it was a four minute fight. So you got to look, you got to really look if you're trying to say, how can Stipe upset the apple cart? How can he get his title back? Well, he has to do some different things. Even though I saw some decent things in the first fight, you can't fight that same way. I mean, of course, it's heavyweight, anything can happen. But if we're talking about a good game plan going in to try to take DC's title, you're going to have to do a little bit different. You're going to have to put a few more wrinkles into the game plan other than I'm just going to stand, throw leather, leather and let's see who falls down. Because over the course of the careers, DC has shown the better chin. Again, John Jones is his only defeats and John Jones is the only one who was able to put him out. And John Jones was the only one who did it with a left high kick. Do you really expect Stipe to do that? I mean, Daniel went in there with Rumble and it looked like he took his soul out when he got hit with that punch and he hit the canvas and uh, just woke up. I mean, DC is one tough dude. Now, granted, he's 40 years old, but still he's been performing his entire life. I mean, this guy's been performing at the top elite level and everything he does for his entire life. Stipe has to be the one to make adjustments here. DC is not going to be fooled by any of these okay i'm just gonna push you up against the cage and we're going to uh going to clinch the entire fight i'm gonna try to take you down i'm gonna sit here and trade leather leather with you i'm gonna try to keep you on the outside dc's known all of this he's been through all of this this is nothing new for stipe you've got to stick to your game plan in my opinion that game plan needs needs to be to keep dc on the outside the end of his reach throw combinations but look for that knockout because here's the thing you could say stipe could use his height his reach and his footwork and try to decision dc but i don't see it because dc is going to force you at some point in time to get in a fight he is gonna force you to trade leather and Stipe's chin, I don't believe, is good enough to hold up to five rounds of that. I just don't. I think at some point in time, if that happens, DC is going to catch him and put him out cold again. So I think if Stipe is going to use the height, the reach, and the footwork, that's great. But you've got to be looking to set up, basically from the left side, the knockout shot, shot to get your title back. I don't think he has the ability, the durability to go five rounds with DC in a pure striking match where he's he's boxing from the outside, moving around, and is just avoiding all of these big punches from DC for five rounds. I think at some point in time he would get hit with one of those big shots, and I just don't think the durability is there. I know it's kind of crazy because you're talking about light heavyweight coming up. But I'm telling you, DC can crack. DC is super tough. And DC is willing to go into the trenches. He is a dog. He is willing to drag you down to wherever he's got to bring you. I mean, look. Look at his fight with John Jones. That dude is marching up right against Jones, right? You know Jones is a far better striker than Miocic. 
I mean, he, he brings a lot more explosive tools. Now, DC had trouble, but DC was willing to walk through hell to get to John Jones. He's willing to put it all on the line. And John Jones is showing a really good ability, A, not to be hit. And he's also showing a really good chin when he does get hit. So that was a difficult, difficult matchup for, uh, for DC. Not to mention that John Jones picked up on DC dipping so far to his right and set him up with a left high kick that put him out. Miochik doesn't have the defensive ability of John Jones. I don't believe he has the chin of John Jones, and I don't believe he has the ex- uh, explosive striking arsenal of John Jones. So I don't see him being able to fight a similar fight as Je- uh, John Jones for the course of an entire fight or to wear DC down or run DC into something without taking any type of damage during the fight that could possibly put him out. See, with the Jones fight, he's able to absorb what DC's coming. He's able to either avoid it or absorb it and then run DC in, set him up. For Stipe to do that, then he's got to avoid it because I don't think he's durable enough to take it. So for Stipe, the game plan is there. Height, reach, a little bit of footwork, set DC up early and often early and often and try to get him to dip into your left side this is where the entire game plan comes together for him if it if this is another fight where he just comes out rock him sock him i'm just gonna bully him around if he doesn't get dc out of there he's gonna get caught with something and he's gonna be but he's gonna be knocked out i think that's why you see the odds the way they are with dc being the favorite because obviously he he's already beaten stipe he beat him in spectacular fashion he knocked him out it didn't even take a full round for him to do it but i think it's because a lot a lot in this rematch requires Stipe to make adjustments. And I'm not sure if he's going to be able to make these adjustments. Because if you adjust too far and go, I'm going to just box and move, like I said, I don't think the durability is there. And at some point, DC's gonna he's going to drag him down into the mud and he's going to catch him with something. If you go back to the, I'm just going to be too strong and bully you, then DC is comfortable there. Look, when Stipe was throwing his combinations, DC initiated a clinch. Do you think the guy is afraid to clinch with Stipe? He's not. Even if Stipe feels safe and strong there, DC is not afraid to be there. In fact, more often than not, that's where he wants to be. So when Stipe was throwing nice combinations from the outside in the first fight, he would dip, then he would clinch. He would dip, then he would clinch. Why? Because it stops the combination. So Stipe has to be able to keep those combination punches coming. How does he do that? Well, you do that by avoiding that clinch. How do you avoid the clinch? You've got to maintain the distance. This is why it's important for Stipe to understand that he has to use the one-two combination for the setup because I'm telling you, if if DC starts to think that all you're doing is throwing a one-two and backing off, instead of dipping crazy, what he's going to do is he's going to uh, wait for you to throw your one-two. He's going to dip, but instead of clinching, what he's going to do is he's going to fire. And he's done that before. So if he thinks that you're just trying to pity-pat him over the course of the fight, he's going to switch his strategy up. Instead of being under real threat where he feels he needs to close the distance to stop the combinations, he's going to realize you're just playing a game here. You're just trying to touch me and move. 
touch me and move. And then the pressure is going to come. Of course, he's going to try to avoid the punches. But instead of a dip clinch, it's going to be a dip punch. And we already know what happens if Miocic gets hit with one of those punches. So it was a very, very dangerous fight for Stipe. He has to make adjustments here, in my opinion, to even have a shot in this fight. Can he? Of course he can. He brings the tools there. But it's a matter of can you do it and can you do it consistently? That's the question. So when you're looking at this fight, I think you can legitimately make a case for either guy. I think you see that with the odds where they currently sit with DC at minus 140 and Stipe coming back right around 120. The, the line's been pretty much up and down all over the place. Uh, DC opened minus 165, and then you could see him as low as right around minus 130, and then it's up and down, up and down, up and down, and he's sitting currently at minus 140. That kind of shows you where the public's at, because like I said, I think legitimately, when you break down the fight, you can make a case for either fighter, and I think that's why you're seeing kind of this crazy line movement with people coming in on DC, depending on what the line is, and then people coming back on Stipe, depending on what the line is, so there's a lot of back and forth here, and it makes sense, it really does, like, I know there's not a lot of footage, but if you look at the footage, there was stuff that was going on that were, that was decent for Stipe, it's just, it wasn't consistent, and like I said, in my opinion, that was the wrong game plan, because why do you want to clinch with a guy who loves the clinch? Why do you want to close the distance on a guy who needs to have the distance closed to land punches? I mean, if you think about that, if you stick on the outside with the strategy I'm talking about, DC has to work to get there. It doesn't mean he can't. He does it all the time. This is what he does. But he has to work to get there instead of just giving it to him by closing the distance yourself. So that's something that I, I mean, to me, it's common sense. But listen. I've been very critical of MMA coaches or even boxing coaches, a lot of these so-called coaches that simply do not understand how to game plan. They don't understand that styles make fights. What you do against fighter A is may not work against fighter B. That's one of the things that you see with John Jones is that he has a really high cage IQ. And even in his last fight that was stanky and a lot of people thought maybe he could lose. But you could see that he would do just enough, right? He would, he would press when he needed to press. He would back off when he needed to back off. Like he can adjust in there. A lot of fighters can't adjust. They come in with, okay, this is my style and it doesn't matter. You hear that a lot. This is my style and it doesn't matter what my opponent brings uh yes it does because there's strengths and weaknesses and sometimes they don't line up sometimes you're fighting somebody and you need to adjust because what you do they may do better or there may be an area where you're excellent at and they suck at you need to adjust you need to have people that understand styles make fights and that are able to break down the mistakes that your opponents make and not only that but the good things that your opponents do and we know there's a lot of good things that dc does we understand that going in you can't discount what dc's done other than john jones he's one of the best fighters right so we already know that going in he's already beat your fighter once so you've got to make adjustments if you don't make adjustments throughout your entire training camp if you don't study film if you don't drill these into your fighter then you're truly going out on a hope 
hope that you're able to execute. And that's not the way to be an all-time great. It's not the way to win and keep titles. It's not the way to make yourself financially fit forever. Like you have to do work. Just like the fighters are doing work in the gym every day, training hard physically, a trainer a, a team needs to be in there mentally focused and breaking things down to see where their fighter has an advantage and how you take how you take advantage of those opportunities that come in a fight. Because like I said, if you know that DC Dipster's right, you have to put him there. He's not just going to put himself there for no reason. If there's no punches thrown, he's not going to dip. If there's no left hook, left uppercut, left knee, then you're going to whiff right over his head if you even throw anything. If you don't throw anything from your left side to his right side when he's dipping, nothing is going to connect. You have to know these things going in. So a lot could fall on game plan, his trainer, his team, and the way he's able to execute. Like I said, I don't think he has five rounds to do it. That's the difference here. A lot of people I know after this fight... After the first fight said, oh, he should have, you know, he's a counterpuncher, should have boxed, should have moved, he should have made DC come to him. Yeah, it sounds great. Of course, in my opinion, better game plan than just coming straight ahead and bullying into DC and closing the distance yourself. But people are neglecting the fact that Stipe also has to avoid damage because he can be put out. So it's not like you can just box like Muhammad Ali. He's not Muhammad Ali. He does not have the best defense in the world. In fact, if you look at before the knockout, he was already getting busted up. And it didn't look like DC landed too many punches. He landed probably a handful of right hands that you could see got the attention of Stipe before the knockout. But he was already touching him again because Stipe closed the distance himself. So it's not like Stipe can just use the movement, just use the boxing. He's going to be safe. Foregone conclusion, whether it's a late round stoppage or a decision, all I got to do is box and move. If they have came in with that mindset, they're going to be brutally disappointed because like I said, you're talking about a different beast there. If DC realizes that you're playing the pity pack game and you're trying to outpoint them and you're just trying to box and move and do the bare minimum to get through the rounds, he is going to eat you alive. He's going to put John Jones pressure on you that is going to break most fighters. And like I said, unless you're able to avoid those punches or take them as well as Jones did, then you're in trouble and more often than not you're probably going to hit the canvas now the grappling aspect i don't want to put too much into this because we didn't see it in the first fight who has the advantage if it goes to grappling you'd probably be doing a disservice if you didn't mention it but it's very difficult to cap because again dc didn't do anything in regards to grappling like i said could that have been because of the back or did he just feel confident he took some punches from stipe uh, to me i mean he didn't want to take them it didn't look like he just would walk through them again the dip the clinch tells you a lot it's not like he's looking to get hit with a five piece from stipe and just smile at him he is trying to avoid the punches obviously in my opinion Stipe brings a legitimate heavyweight power so it's not like DC's gonna just be putting his chin out there but for some reason he stood could have been the back could have been he didn't feel dangerous punching power that would put him out from Stipe whatever the case is he beat Stipe standing up 
In this fight, if he added grappling, how well would he do? That's a very difficult question because Stipe is very big. I think DC is a better wrestler, but Stipe is strong. He's a legitimate grappler. He has a legitimate wrestling skills. And so I think that would probably be a stalemate simply because of the size of Stipe. I'm not sure that DC would have his way. He may get some takedowns. Stipe may get some takedowns. You may get some uh, grappling um situations there but i'm not sure that dc would just be able to take him down hold him down and dominate him it may be a little bit more difficult than that but the thing that you have going for you if you're taking dc is already proven he can beat him in just a basic stand-up striking match so if he's able to hold his own or get any type of little advantage in a grappling match or in a clinch situation then things are looking good for you because he's already proven that he can beat him just standing and so if he can hang with him in the clinch which you saw a little bit of or hang with him on the ground in a grappling match against a much bigger guy then things would be looking good for DC and you'd be giving him a high likelihood of probably retaining the title if it's that type of fight like I said in my opinion Stipe's biggest advantage here is his height and reach and movement but it has to be used right and it has to be used with the intention of knocking DC out that's what he's got to be looking for. So as far as this fight, you can make a case for either guy. I think you're probably looking at a fight won't go to a decision. Currently, that opened uh, at right around minus 245. So it's had a lot of money there. I think the line opening was low because personally, like I said, I've broken it down. I really don't see uh, Stipe having the durability to go five rounds. And if Stipe wins, I think he's going to have to put dc out so you've got that option it's a little bit higher now obviously the 245 is pretty much a no-brainer to me it's not super high you're getting five rounds and again i've broken down the game plans how i think it's going to play out so you could make a case for that as far as picking either fighter again i think you're probably going to look at inside uh dc's already proven that he can do it you're getting plus money on DC right now. Depending on the book, I've seen it as high as 130, but it's hovering right around 115 right now. So you're getting plus money versus the minus 140-ish on a straight line. Um, really, DC by decision, I mean, it could happen. I really just see DC being able to stop him again. I'm not that high on Stipe's durability, even though he was able to defend the title and he fought some really good fights and he's overcome some adversity. I just think with DC already proven he can hurt him, drop him, and knock him out. And stylistically, uh, the, the hurdles that Stipe faces against a guy like DC, I think at some point in time, if DC touches him, he'll probably knock him out. As far as uh, Stipe goes, the same thing. Obviously, he's favored to win inside as well compared to his decision. You're talking about right around 165 to win inside where his decision is plus 675. I think that makes sense as well. I've told you why. Simply because even though people will say he has the advantage in footwork, height, and reach, which is true. I just don't think he has the durability to not get hit. 
for five rounds. I don't think he has the defensive skills to not get hit for five rounds. So I think what he's going to be trying to do is what we discussed. I think he's going to be trying to put combinations on DC, create a little bit of a distance there so he doesn't close it himself and make it that much easier for DC. And I think ultimately he's going to be trying to land power punches. If you look at the first fight, that's basically what he was throwing. I mean, he's throwing very hard punches. But like I said, the mistake was closing the distance. Now, you may have to take a little bit of the power off. This is this is another thing with the game planning. You may have to take a little bit of the power off on the 1-2, but that's okay. You're not trying to knock him out with the 1-2. What you're trying to knock him out with is the left side of your body. You're trying to knock him out with the hook, the uppercut, or the left knee. So if you're going to do this, then you're going to take a little bit of steam off because it's not about the 1-2. The 1-2 is a setup punch. It's just about moving him into the position that you need to move him in. And that's where you're going to unleash the power. But again, does Stipe and his team have the ability to adjust? Does Stipe and his team have the ability to put in a game plan and use that game plan consistently until it pays off? Does Stipe have the durability? Does Stipe have the defensive uh, ability to avoid those those big bombs from D.C. before he's able to get uh, D.C. in a vulnerable position? The fight is very intriguing to me because I can see spaces and opportunities for Stipe to change the tide. But man, you really are going out on a limb and saying Stipe has to do this, this, and this, and this. Where when you're looking at DC, you can just basically say DC can be DC. He doesn't have to change a lot. He's proven he can beat him in a pure stand-up match. He's proven that he can beat him coming off not even probably his best training cap with his back injury. And again, maybe not in the best physical condition. And he's proven he doesn't need a lot of punches to do it. So DC going in is really riding a high going, I can fight my same type of game plan. And when I land, he's going to be out. I can sit there for three rounds in the clinch. I can sit there for three rounds on the outside. I can sit there for two rounds dipping to my right. And eventually, I'm going to be able to land something, and Stipe's not going to be able to take it. Where Stipe has to do a little bit more because he has to say, wait a minute, I had him in the clinch, nothing was good there. I had him uh, on the outside throwing combinations, nothing happened there. I have to adjust. So the adjustments come from the Stipe side. So even though you're getting a underdog line on Stipe, it's not very high. And again, I think you need to look at Stipe inside because I just don't see a way that Stipe is able to consistently come into a game plan like that and keep DC on the outside and box the socks off and win a five-round decision 50-45. I just don't think I don't think he's on that John Jones level in any area that we've talked about that would allow him to do that. I don't think he brings the type of punchy power, say like a Rumble Jackson, where he only has to hit you one time. I think he needs to set DC up because there were times where he hit DC and what DC do he clinched him because that's a safe space and DC knows it automatically stops the the combinations that Stipe loves to throw that he's known for because most heavyweights don't do that and it is good but you've got to have something else you've got to have something else to set DC up because if you land a nice one-two on him and it doesn't put him completely out like John Jones did then he's going to make sure that he he makes the necessary adjustments to avoid the follow-up punches that's why in my opinion you've got to set him up 
I'm not certain Stipe can do it. Very interesting fight. Can't wait for it. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.